0: welcome to the art of slowing down to quantum leap podcast that i created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs and if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business then this is for you and i'm your host anna-lena fuchs a human design and energetic alignment coach And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. I am so happy to be here, it's Annalena and I'm here today with the amazing Rebecca Stark Thornberry. I call her actually a dear friend and coaching colleague, we have known each other for quite some time and she is a transformational life coach who helps people uncover their deepest desires and connect to their soul purpose and because she really believes that your desires are the breadcrumbs that will lead you to who you truly are and what you're here to do. Uh, The thing that makes you feel fully alive, right? Such an important thing to talk about. And, you know, that thing that we all deep inside know, like who we are and why we're here. Mm -hmm. But most of us have gone into hiding at some point in our life in order to survive. And then we lovingly and gently invite our true self back out of hiding so that you, dear listener, can finally be who you are created to be, and live a truly meaningful and magical life. So these are literally Rebecca's words, and I want to just give you a really warm welcome. So happy to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be back here with you. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, and just um, because my listeners, they they love human design uh, for the most part. So Rebecca uh, is a five one SQL generator. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I discovered that through you, which was really fun. Yeah. Yes. Like quite some time ago. Right. And um, so there's going to be lots of sequel energy on the call today. As you may know, I'm a two for manifesting sequel generator. And um, but we have a really interesting topic today that we want to talk about, which is all around self sabotage. But before we get there, I would love to hear a little bit about your story, Rebecca. Like, this whole thing with desires and knowing what you want in life, right? So how, how was that for you? Yeah. Thank you for asking. I think this has really
1: come to fruition for me because for years and years and years, I had no idea what I wanted. And in fact, when people would ask me what I wanted like to even eat or what music they wanted me to, or they wanted to pick uh, me to pick, I would go into like fight or flight freeze mode, like really was so out of touch. And maybe you even remember coaching with me when the big question, like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What's your, you know, what do you want to visualize? And I was like, I just don't even know. I don't know what I want. And that was such a painful place to be in because I just felt so lost and so out of touch with my own self. And, but what I discovered through the journey is that I, I do know I've always known. My desires are down in there i just didn't trust my desire i would or i judged my desires or i didn't think they were good enough or valid enough um but once i really started surrendering to even the little things i really wanted like Mm -hmm. you know little things that may seem insignificant but like as i began to surrender that to those I just started to get to know myself more and build that self trust. And the more I was able to trust myself, the more I opened up to myself mm-hmm. and realized that you know I I had I was we're all born we're born with a soul purpose we're born with the things that light us up the things that give us passion make us passionate and you know we go like I mentioned go into hiding. And I did very often because I didn't feel very safe to express myself and it it wasn't safe to be different. It wasn't safe to have emotions. So mm. a lot of those desires, I just cut myself off, off from and learned to become who I thought I should be or needed to be to create safety. And
0: yeah. so it
1: That's was really, yeah, it was a path of of self-recovery.
0: Oh, um, I love that because I think oftentimes... know we put a lot of pressure and i do remember the session when we were working on that and i myself can relate to this as well Mm -hmm. um because you also have the emotional solar plexus undefined and mine is also completely open and it's actually normal that we we can fall into this like almost freeze mode where we we don't know at all what we want and it it puts kind of pressure on us Mm -hmm. because we can feel so many things and pick up other people's desires and all this stuff and but I love what you said. It's this like, it's like, we are in the head, right? We are trying to figure out in the head what we want.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it's
0: like those shirts, like, what should I want? We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a disaster. Yeah, like, is this, is this okay? And it's like, and I think this was kind of for both of us in a way, this, this journey to like, you know what? It's okay that I don't know what I want. Ah. Mm. Oh. Oh. What a relief! I don't even know what it was. <laughs> that was such a relief. Yeah, and I
1: remember you teaching me about my sacral and having to having to really like encourage me, challenge me to like not decide
0: with my head, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go to your gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, and thank you for sharing that. It's challenging for us humans because we have been trained and conditioned and not in a bad way our parents didn't know any better right but we have learned that you need to figure things out in the head and and need to know what you want in your mind and it has to be logical and make sense and it's the opposite of of how life works right when when we can surrender to not knowing anything when we can surrender to not knowing when we want or desire mm. that's when it can come to us oh, so. so
1: good yeah I feel I see it like happen like a like it slowly reveals itself when you start tending to your own nervous system and doing like releasing you know mm. emotions and then you kind of unfold
0: yeah because actually now that you're talking it's like we are actually resisting ourselves when we put pressure on ourselves to need to know what we want right and we're yeah. like what's wrong with me that i don't know what i want so i'm yeah. actually rejecting and resisting yep how i really feel or that i i don't know i just yeah. don't know what I want. yeah we
1: start like putting ourselves more into like trauma response because we're we're being so demanding of ourselves yeah, yeah. totally i love that <sighs> Yeah, even when you just said you don't have to know what you want, I felt my whole body go. Oh, I just, it just that feels so good. Like, and when we let go, like you
0: say, and we stop mm-hmm. trying, we surrender, and then it starts to show itself. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Like, I honestly, when I see like coaching programs or talk, the coaches oftentimes talk about, well, first you need to know what you want. My body mm-hmm. contracts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that really how it's supposed to be? Because Oh, I, I just can't force myself sometimes. Right. And right. and then there cannot be any surprises either. Right. You know, like if, if I don't even like I like to be surprised what I want, it comes from within my heart in the moment where I least expected, it, right? Oh, I love that. That's magical. And that
1: requires a lot of trust in mm-hmm. the universe, trust in your own self. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I had a client who went through my program who we found out what she really was passionate about and what she really loved and she knew it, but she just was completely invalidating it. Cause it wasn't good enough. It wasn't mm. moral enough. And really, she's just passionate about fitness and exercise. And she's now coaching like a fitness coach, but she had that desire this whole time, but had this story that she should want something, you know, more important or more meaningful. And we just really explored like how much meaning and power is in that not just in her actual purpose on earth but in who she's being when she's doing the thing she loves to do yeah the energy she's in and the impact she has when she's doing the thing she loves to do yeah. that's what's so powerful
0: that is such a beautiful point that you make and I just want to reflect it back for the listeners because that, that can be so life-changing literally you know, we have this idea that it has to be complicated or we have to, sometimes we have to study something for years and years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we, we take the value out of the thing that comes so easy to us and we are just so good at it. It's like, yeah, well, that's not good enough. <laughs> exactly, like incredible. So I just want to ask anyone that's listening right now, you know are you maybe there as well in a way where you're like not valuing something that you're really good at and you think you have to do something else that's kind of more complicated what mm-hmm. if it gets to be easy oh what's my favorite question <laughs> yeah. what if it gets to be easy i'm fine oh yeah oh that's so good so What is, what comes really easy to you? That's my question to you now. What's your genius?
1: Yeah, I love, thank you for asking that question. Um, What I have learned about myself is what one thing that comes really easy to me is um, doing deep transformational work with people. Mm -hmm. It's something that I just feel, I come a lot. I've noticed myself in sessions. I'm noticing like, when do I feel the most alive? When do I feel the most like, juicy and it's it's doing that it's also um any type of healing and I'm starting to explore a little bit more like how to take that further and um painting I love yeah do you
0: want to share a little bit about your
1: Uh, my art my artistic? yeah I was
0: actually before you spoke I was like (laughs) she's an artist
1: Uh, that in and of itself was so liberating me so I always wanted to be a creative person and I always wanted to be a painter like a visual artist or something I just wanted to be an artist my whole life Mm. and I would paint and and it would always just feel really contrived and like I was really trying to do something and trying to produce art and it never felt good and never felt free Mm. and and then you know learning coaching tools and coaching concepts I was was like what would it be like if I just trusted the desire and believed if the desire to be an artist is there it's because I'm an artist and I just started owning that identity and believing it and when I did that when I came when I approached it as already I'm an artist like I don't have anything to prove I don't have to like go study for years and years to be allowed to be an artist I just get to be one because it's my desire it's what I love and when I started just really like identifying as an artist I started painting totally differently Mm -hmm. and doing art that really felt like it was my soul not me trying to just make a nice painting and it it was just so liberating and how it's just fun and playful and like I'm I'm unattached to it entirely like I just get to go show up at the canvas and play and I learn so much about myself and about life through that actual experience of like making a mistake and then like flipping the canvas around and it's like a whole different painting if you just don't see anything as mistakes everything's an opportunity
0: and- yeah I love that and you know what came up for me when you were talking about the the painting how you shifted it and it, it sounds like you know you went from this idea of like what should I paint? So people are going to like it. And I mean, we can, this can go into any kind of, can go into the coaching world, into relationships, right? Oh, what, what should I say? So the person's going to like me or what offer should I put out? So people are going to like it. Right. It's the same idea. And, and you shifted it to like, you know what I'm going to do for myself. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to play. And yeah, Then you magically attract the people that are meant to be for your art, are meant to be called to be drafted, right?
1: Yeah, I love how you brought that together. It's the, yeah, it's that very same, that principle. And yeah, that's exactly what I used to do. Like, what should I, what would look good? What might people buy? What should I paint? Mm. (laughs) And that was no fun.
0: Yeah. Mm. No, Uh, that's such a beautiful... (laughs) Lesson for everybody that's listening. Wow. You know, stop trying to do what you think other people like uh-huh. and give yourself permission to do whatever the heck you love it's, and that's what this whole that's why I love human design it's like what lights you up and in your case it's that segal. Uh-huh. and it's like turns you on and it's like juicy and you're playing you're having fun right? and I can see it right now I know people cannot see us right now but <laughs> this spark in your eye right? that's when the sagal is turned on so maybe look in the mirror sometimes and talk about something see if you can see your own spark in your eyes when you talk about something that's the thing you're meant to be doing Oh, that's good. That's really
1: good. Cause you can <clears throat> excuse me. You can feel it when it lights you up. And it's yeah. You, yeah. And what does that look like? So that you can start to identify. Yeah. It's and nice. you can practice. Yeah. With in your I worked with a coach who who taught me how to do that in my closet in my wardrobe. Mm, yeah. yeah. What lights me up? Like, don't mm-hmm. think with your brain. Like, what's your you know, can we cast on the podcast? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's that the what is it called the KonMari method, right? Mm. It, oh yeah, starts,
1: yeah, 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 spark,
0: sparks, yeah. What, what sparks yeah. you? And and basically, I think they're saying go through everything in your house and only keep the things that really spark mm. something where you feel like there's joy. And mm-hmm. anything else, like let go of the clutter. It's it's yeah. it's heavy energy in your life. And when we can let that go. can allow more of what is juicy and what lights us up yeah trusting your desire yeah Mm -hmm.
1: out of your head and trusting your desire
0: So i love that so much um and actually one quick thing that i want to just kind of throw in here because again we have lots of people like interested in human design because you just shared right you're an amazing coach and you love doing the deep transformational work you're interested in healing modalities and you're also an artist so because oftentimes there's this misconception that generators can only do one thing right Mm -hmm. and i know i'm being a manifesting generator myself and and so i kind of want to just briefly explain the difference because i think it can be helpful for lots of people so Manifesting generators, they have this multi-passion, all of us humans, no matter what type we are, we we are multi-passionate beings. I mean, we get bored, all of us, if we are doing the same thing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like when it comes to work in particular, we usually do best, I'm talking about manifesting generators right now, um, when we can switch from one project to another. It's almost like you put the one up on the cabinets, you work on it for one day, you put it up there, and then the next day you work on something else, right? So if we stay just with one thing for too, lo- too long, it doesn't work quite well. We need to shift and switch, right? Um, and we move on pretty fast sometimes and we, we get immersed into something and then, okay, no longer interested in the next, right? And I think, you know, me; I'm <laughs> moving sometimes pretty fast and, um, but that's how it's meant to be. I used to judge myself for that often, right? And So now you are a generator and you usually do better going really deep into something and becoming really masterful and like, and you're doing that, Mm -hmm. but like, just, I want to showcase this here, you can have also a couple of things here, right? You have the art Mm -hmm. and that's a hobby that's, that it can turn into your career eventually. Like we don't know this kind of thing, but that lights you up. Right. And then you have like years and years of coaching, experience and going deeper. As you know, we experience plateaus where we feel stuck and frustrated, which is normal, right? For any generator type. Um, but I just wanted to put it out there because oftentimes I hear generators say a lot, like, well, but I, I can't do two things or something. But no, if it lights you up and if it's easy and fun, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, uh, cause it, otherwise human design is limiting. Right. And that's not, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm.
1: That's really validating. And I remember like when I was playing with this whole artist thing, like thinking, shoot, should I not be coaching? Am I, am I meant to be an artist? Mm-hmm. And then being able to like, not have to know and like allow myself to just do what I love and like, no, they both light me up. And I feel like they will like, they do feed each other too but no thank you
0: for sharing that because yeah they could even merge at some point Mm -hmm. and could become one I mean we don't know that Mm. so Mm -hmm. I I love that but I I mean I know even like you you share oftentimes social media posts and you have your art in it you
1: Mm -hmm. know you're actually
0: already doing it now that I'm Mm. I'm talking about it (laughs) and it's, it's quite beautiful so I think now it is time because I'm sure everybody just cannot wait to hear more about (laughs) self-sabotage and why it may actually not so bad after all. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to talk about this thing that maybe there is no such thing as self-sabotage or when is it valid? When is it maybe not? Oh, yes. Such a such
1: a good topic. I mean it's a word we hear all the time in the coaching world like I need to stop self-sabotaging and I I could do good but I just keep sabotaging myself. And I think the relationship I've started to develop with the idea of self-sabotage is that we never actually are sabotaging ourselves. We're kind of always communicating with ourselves, are trying to give ourselves what we think we need deep down. And so for example, like, you know, we talk about um, slowing down in business. Like I grew really fast at one point last year, I had my, my first five figure month. And then I, I quote unquote self-sabotaged after Mm -hmm. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I trying to destroy my own success? And like, why would I do this to myself? And was really frustrated, but then learned like it It wasn't necessarily self-sabotage. It was my nervousness. I hadn't prepared myself or created enough safety for myself to be able to expand that big that fast. And so what felt like self-sabotage was actually self-protection. It was like that's
0: freaking powerful. Isn't that Mm
1: -hmm. it was a game changer for me because for one, it showed me how to start to then move through that by starting to like slow down, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you. (laughs) your magic to slow down and to like be intimate with myself and know myself and not feel like I have to overcome something in myself to -hmm. succeed right Mm -hmm. like I can slow down I can make this safe I can grow at the pace that is safe and comfortable that lasts for the long term and you know not judge myself for the self-sabotaging
0: Right. Yeah. Which actually, like you say, was more self-protection. I love that this is turning into money conversation, actually, because um, we did an episode recently about money and people were just like mind blown. It was so helpful for everybody. So I would like to dig a little bit deeper into that because so there is so much pressure, right, especially in the entrepreneurial world in general, online space, being a coach or whatever that is that you do. And there's a lot of this pressure to like, yeah, financially succeed, right? And we think that's what success is, but really. And 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 the conclusion that I came to like a couple of months ago was like, wow, I was still placing my value on how much money I make, and I was like, seriously, wow. <laughs> it's like, and it finally clicked. I mean, I I had known it like logically for a while, but I finally realized I was still doing it. Mm. So. And now you are also sharing this like, because it could also be like, you know, we have a our 5 finger month and then all of a sudden we have the pressure to maintain it. And then we drop and people are saying like, and it's true, right? Our, our nervous system is not calibrated to that level of money flow come to right. us. And we haven't been learned because it has been too abrupt. And there is actually... Um, I heard somebody say this recently. Um, she's a mastermind sister, and um, oh, she was in our mastermind as a guest speaker. Um, her name is Jess Keating. So I'll just to put it out there, but she is a, a shaman, and she talked about how I hope I remember this correctly. So basically, that anything in nature that's that's being rushed or goes really fast actually ends in a disaster or in in, in injury. It ends in injury. I think that's what it was. So and. Please check her out. Like, I hope I I, I don't know if I quoted it correctly. Um, but she's incredible. And what she was saying, I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense because we always talk about this, have really success really fast. And I do believe these quantum leaps can happen, but I always go back to you know the exponential curve and math. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. it goes really slow. Mm-hmm a really long time actually you know and yeah we may see those really successful people out there mm-hmm. oh my god what do they have that I don't we ask ourselves secretly that question right but you know and then they they may think people like oh it was that one um abundance meditation that did or <laughs> it, was, it was this this one coach they had this one session with right or like but no it's the accumulation it's the 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 sum of all the little steps, but probably it's taking years and decades uh-huh. for people. and then eventually and that's how it does go in nature it's just like uh i was thinking about you know when we plant a flower seed it's in the ground <laughs> in the darkness we see nothing and then all of a sudden that actual um the actual flower when it's proud is really quick and fast Right, right. Or, or when we uh, when we plant sunflower seeds, like the sprouting mm-hmm. stuff, all of a sudden it's like, boom, it comes out. But it it needs that grounding and nourishing and and calibrate mm-hmm. your nervous system to it in a mm-hmm. way, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh good. Yeah, and rest.
1: So much rest. That's the other thing we don't yeah. allow ourselves. And we had a beautiful conversation in my last mastermind. Similar, like the only like if we try to force ourselves to grow, 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 and never allow ourselves to rest. Oh, opposed to everything in nature, including ourselves. And we had a doctor in our mastermind who said, yeah, the only thing that grows nonstop without rest is cancer. And we were all what? Like, we're not meant to just grow, 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 right? Like we need like the rest period that underground period when it looks like Mm. nothing's happening it's really like you i love that you use the word calibration that's really when you're you're allowing you're creating that safety for yourself like it's safe
0: yeah and that now brings us back to the importance of slowing down and resting and Mm. because if you just push 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 yeah. Yeah. doesn't yeah. May, we may make feel in the moment, oh, I'm doing it. I'm crushing it. And, mm-hmm. but your body will tell you otherwise, right? Your body
1: and your, if you're self-sabotaging, right? Like I know for myself, if I start like disappearing into television for hours and hours and like eating terrible, I'm like, okay, somewhere mm-hmm. I'm not feeling safe. Mm-hmm. Like what do I need? Like Right, like if we can look at self, what we call self sabotage, as like our own self asking for comfort or safety or reassurance or whatever it is we're getting from that self sabotaging mm-hmm. behavior.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's a it's a very powerful reframe. So, and it really takes us out of because the the word itself, self sabotage, it creates some kind of resistance. There's something wrong with me. I'm doing something wrong, instead of like. Okay, how can I listen to this? How can I? What is my body, my life, or right now the money dip trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. And I learn from that. So it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And in response to what you say, what also came up for me: this whole concept about you know self sabotage. Like, you know, you may think that, oh, I haven't done this yet. I'm self self sabotaging myself. But what if? That thing you haven't taken action, it's just not aligned for you. Yeah. And it doesn't light up your sequel. And it's not self-sabotage at all. It's actually, again, what you were saying, your body's <laughs> wisdom trying to tell you what not to do. Oh, That, is, that feels so good. Like that's so
1: self-validating and so mm. liberating to think, wow, what if I, what if there isn't anything wrong with me? And I'm not just, you know, like stuck. What if it's really my body's way of yeah myself my inner self's way of saying this isn't you don't want to be doing this
0: yeah yeah or maybe the timing isn't right yet Mm -hmm. maybe the timing isn't right yet for me to run the marathon maybe I have to learn something else first Mm -hmm. instead of thinking like oh why can't I get my act together and go away for 20 minutes or so yeah yeah
1: oh it's such a to me the under the underlying beauty and all of that is that the change in how you're relating to yourself.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's flowing or merging into accepting of all that you are.
1: Yeah. And being intimate with yourself in a compassionate mm. way and like having your own back rather than I, I feel like that, that self-sabotage push for me, Prior was, yeah, like me trying to overcome myself, fight myself. First, it's really like,
0: okay, girl,
1: like, what's going on with
0: you? (laughs) I love that. No, it's so empowering, you know, for people just because we are, I think that's the biggest thing. We're often not even consciously aware of how we're subconsciously sabotaging ourselves because we think we're sabotaging ourselves and we're totally in resistance instead of like, just like listening to Mm -hmm. what what is the body what is life Mm
1: -hmm. what the universe
0: trying to communicate Mm -hmm. right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Yeah. and what what is this behavior actually serving for me Mm -hmm. we did a lot of this in our we share that coach transformational coach training
0: yeah
1: and we Mm -hmm. did a lot of that like you know if if this behavior had a positive intention what might that be Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I, I use this, this illustration and, and, um, something I wrote of, you know, you, you feel like you want to lose weight in your marriage. Right. And you can't, and I'm not saying this is not obviously not always the case, but, um, and you feel like there's something wrong with you that you can't lose the weight and, you know, you keep sabotaging yourself. But if you were to get curious, what if the, what if what's really happening is you're afraid what if you do lose the weight and then your partner still doesn't find you attractive or want to be intimate with you. Mm. So in that case, like not losing the weight protects you from your fear or of the pain that might happen or what might happen if I do lose the weight, mm-hmm. then what will I have to face?
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's such another powerful topic. And it's just mm-hmm. like, because everything i mean we're all we're looking for safety everywhere whatever we feel safe for us our subconscious will make us do that's the habits that we have right and even with this thing with weight loss i know oftentimes um because we we both come from health coaching backgrounds and you know things like binge eating and stuff it's topics we have worked with and it's also oftentimes this like uh protection that you don't want to look so sexy and have men look at you or something for example right right not be an object of how you how you look on the outside but somebody just just to love you for who you are no matter how you look like right there's so many um but again it's this like perspective shift of stop judging yourself like oh what's wrong with me why can't I lose the weight and i think this whole weight loss uh, is all about resistance of what is and mm-hmm. what do we say when we resist persists right so mm-hmm. no wonder why
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the diet industry is booming but people are not really getting any results for the most part so
1: yeah oh such a powerful yeah our bodies our bodies are so wise
0: aren't they it's incredible right yeah mm.
1: they really yeah, if we would just
0: make friends with, <laughs> with
1: them, which yeah, I feel yeah. like is what human design is about,
0: right? Like it is. Yeah. That's why. It's, so the biggest thing, cause human design, you know, can be quite complex. And I think people oftentimes can actually get into the head and they want to know all the details, but I like to say like, you know, the main message to make it really simple and practical and applicable for everybody, right. For mm-hmm. all the types you know, because we are all one in this and there's no type that's better than the other or a profile that's preferable, none of that. Mm -hmm. Whatever you are is perfect um, to live out your purpose. And when you allow that, everything will go very uh, much more effortless and easy in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, But the biggest message of human design is the first one is like your head and your mind is not here to make decisions or figure anything out. Mm -hmm. Your head is here to ask powerful questions. Like you did, like- Okay, how is this actually serving me? how How is this what I call so self-sabotage mm-hmm. is actually um, you know protecting me? or how is this like the learning lesson in here? You know, okay. And when we ask powerful questions, that's how the universe can actually, you know give us these beautiful insights, intuitive guidance and nuggets of wisdom. So again, first thing is this, get out of your head. And into the body, because again, the, the mind is not here to figure things out, not to make decisions. And if you hear this for the first time and you may be what, but this is what I thought it has to be, then you're welcome. Yeah, I still remember when you told me that my mind went. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and
0: especially, um, I think I don't have your chart right now in front of me, but I think you have a defined Ajna, right? The, the, And and in particular, when people have a defined Ajna, it's a, it's a double challenge, let me tell you because you are very you very much in your mind mm-hmm. you know you have a very analytical strategic kind of way of thinking and sometimes seeing things just one way and it's more challenging but even for me i have an undefined ajna. like uh get out of the head but, but i could never make friends with this like strategic planning and and making a five-year plan and figuring things out and like Ah, let it be easy let it just come to me and that's how everything has been happening for me you know if you ask me I think my coach asked me recently like so what's your secret to success and I was like well I gave myself finally permission to let it be easy and do what just comes really what what comes easy to me that's really fun and I mean you want to hear something complicated like yeah I looked at my um My conversion rates on my funnel, or something like that. Like, yeah, no, I don't even have a funnel. Sorry. Oh, I love it. it. So
1: hear the patriarchal crumble when you say that. Let it be easy. Let it be fun.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But since the manager right now is kind of drifting off topic, the the (laughs) second biggest um, message of human design, and again for all the types, for some more so, for others a little bit less, but it's really for all of us, is slow down. Mm -hmm. i mean this podcast is called slowing down the art of slowing down for reason because so again if you're listening to this right now if you are a reflector projector or manifester you have a sacral undefined which means that you have you have access to sacral energy but through amplification from others and it's not consistent so they have these spurts of energy where they get done something where you and i are going to be like what just happened in three hours (laughs) like You have, it's, it's like magic, like yeah. magic. But then they they have this, you know, the body cannot hold on to that level of, you know, sequel life force energy. Mm. And it's almost like a balloon pops in a way. And then they need to really like for longer periods of time rest. So that's why this whole work five hours a week, nine to five mm-hmm. is mega not suitable for, for anybody that has an undefined sequel And then like for you and me, you're a generator. I'm a manifesting generator. Like, yeah, we have the sequel defined, Mm -hmm. but we are not immune to burnout or getting sick or anything because if we do something that we think we should,
1: Mm -hmm. going back
0: to the shoulds and not follow this like sequel, what lights you up, what is easy and juicy and fun and playful. Oh, we can get very tired and exhausted. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. we don't sleep well um yeah burnout can happen all the things um and also anybody that has a the will center defined which is in my case um i need consistent rest on a regular basis like i, I take afternoon naps and i'm a manifesting generator i'm not running around all day you know mm-hmm. like and if i do like my body's telling me so mm-hmm. it's really we need more consistent period times of rest so we don't have as much as the extremes but even i want to say you know me being a woman and and the cycle and with the moon like i have sometimes phases where for a couple of days mm-hmm. i'm more in a low kind of energy and want to rest more so it's not like generator types are like oh push a button and we are energizer bunny all the time right yeah. it's, it's, and i have i used to work a nine to five mm-hmm. not my cup of coffee at all you know and actually i used to take afternoon naps there and it was very people kind of like well shouldn't do that i used to go for walks and stuff a couple of times a day because i i actually got done more like taking more rest times but oh you have to look at the clock and if you didn't get your eight hours and i was like this is so messed up because when i work with my willpower i got a lot of stuff done and then I cannot maintain it for eight hours straight it's just not sustainable right so that's why yeah human design was just like oh gosh finally I feel seen and understood and there's no some, something wrong with me. that's just who I am and you know it's just this big ticket of relief and it's a ticket for freedom if you ask me <laughs> yeah
1: I love that
0: yeah you know what
1: what stood out to me that I, I feel like the more um, deeper we go into coaching and the more healing work we do, and it feels like it always comes back to, there's nothing wrong with you.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> all of our problems, all of our struggles come from this belief that something is wrong with us, something we need to fix. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we can just bring that self knowledge in and that awareness and that self acceptance and self compassion and, Un- really understand our like get to know ourselves and all of these other things just kind of start to take
0: care of themselves yeah these struggles that we have yeah yeah because it's it's really like yeah we're on this journey we think we need to fix ourselves no
1: yeah
0: and then we realize well that was the, the i took the wrong turn and i just need to go back and accept myself and it's all good yeah <laughs> i mean we don't want to like cross the whole coaching industry but but and to me the powers of coaching is to actually help people to accept who they are including the highs and the lows because we're not just having happy days and we get triggered and Mm -hmm. also i invite everybody here love your triggers Mm -hmm. you know every trigger is a gift Mm -hmm. because it, it triggers some some stuck emotions in the body that you have been suppressing and resisting Mm -hmm. for most of your life. So we could do a whole other episode on that, right? I know. I was like, Oh, I love
1: that too. (laughs) The false self coming forward. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We should do
0: another one. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So yeah, I think we, we dove into so much amazing stuff already. And I, I do feel like we have, Definitely um, there's going to be another episode coming up at some point. Um, we can maybe go into more of the, the things that trigger us because that's something you and I, I know we can talk about it a lot. That has been such a big part of our own, you know, journey of loving ourselves. Really. That's what it's all about. And, and that's one final thing I want to say about this, um, this whole, we're on the journey of loving ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So I have come to realize that we think about it's about buying yourself flowers and taking babble bath and da da, da 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 I mean more that kind of stuff, right? But it's really when you have the courage to follow your soul's calling, right? Yeah. You stop pleasing others, you drop the shirts. That's really what self love ultimately is. Yeah. And we cannot love ourselves when we are in consistent, um, in consistent resistance okay. of. And, and make us wrong for everything. And when we feel like we need to fit, when I when I'm in the state of I need to fix myself, I'm absolutely not accepting, absolutely not loving myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why, yeah, all goes back to mm-hmm. acceptance. And and that's that doesn't mean like just like giving up on things. Oh, I just accept it. It's not that. It's like fully relaxing into who you are and letting it be okay. Yeah. So let's just take a breath into that. <laughs> um, and Rebecca, now I would love for you to share. So, what's your idea, client, you know, to work with you? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, what are some of the things that you offer? How can people get in touch with you? Ah, I think I love that. Um so my, my current
1: offering, I call it Desire School. <laughs> And it's, it's a, it's a program where I help people identify what they truly desire. Like, and that can take some time, especially if you're Mm -hmm. like, I was, and you're like, I know that there's more for me. I just don't even really know what, like, and I don't, I have no idea how to even articulate what I want. Um, So we go, you know, we identify what you want. We, we get really clear on it. And then we, we do all the work to. Um, move through and uncover the things that, that tell you that you don't get to have or be what you want and who you are and all those limiting beliefs that's where the deeper work is so yeah ideal client is anyone who's who's ready to do the work who's committed to like I'm ready to dive in and know myself in a in a completely new and deep way and learn to trust my desires and heal all of my maladaptive behavior I call it <laughs> um yeah and I'm sorry I kind of went off what was the other thing you asked how how can people find me
0: Is that yeah that yeah know? like your website social media yeah. handles, stuff like that and I, I will drop it all in the show notes
1: yeah that would be great and, and Instagram I'm at coach Becca Stark B-E-C-C-A-S-T-A-R-K um on Facebook it's a little confusing I feel like I need to clean this up um on Facebook I'm you can find me under Rebecca Stark Thornberry um, and Thornberry was my, my previous name when I was married, I just haven't dropped it yet. And then my website is Rebecca dot And I do a free consultation call. If anybody's interested in working together, we can
0: chat about it. I love that. So thank you for sharing all of that. And thank you for opening up this beautiful mindset shift around what self-sabotage, really means and why it may not be such a bad thing after all but actually an invitation to ask some really powerful questions so Mm -hmm. i love that thank you so much for being here and um, i'm excited to possibly do even another episode with you Uh, i would
1: love to it's always such a pleasure to meet with you i feel so
0: nourished yeah beautiful and then everybody that has been listening we thank you for tuning in you are amazing and um, I can't wait to be with you all on the next episode thank you for listening to this episode and if you enjoyed what you heard today then please subscribe rate and leave a review on itunes And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.